Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. I'm Deb McBride, and I am recording this from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica, on the 14th of January, Sunday, in the year 2024. And as of this week, this weekend, January, is half over. Months aren't that long, you know. They're only four weeks, and it's hard to believe that it's already been two weeks since the new year. But it's, you know, I shouldn't be surprised that things are going as quickly as they are. I've been these last few days in a class with my mentor, and she is having us write stories that we want to share and with purpose, you know, how to how to share our story. And she's saying that in, you know, in social media and online and stuff, people want to know who you are. They don't want to know just what you do. So her point was to share a story that showed some sort of transformation in our lives. And the class is called Once Upon a Time. And so I've been doing that on my Instagram, my Golden Astrologer Instagram. And I... I got some very good response, and um, it's about how I came to Costa Rica. So I am going to post part two, I believe, tomorrow. I was going to post it today, and I said, you know, it's Sunday. Not many people are on Instagram on Sunday, so let me wait till Monday and do it. And so I'm going to post it tomorrow. But it's been an interesting exercise, and, you know, it shows the purpose of all of this is to show how we navigate change in our lives and how we navigate through rocky waters and so then to um, help promote what we do and in my case that would be the expansion mentoring and how um, how my expansion through like learning about Costa Rica and, and deciding to come here and my whole process and navigating that and it's been interesting, you know, we're, you know, we, we've been discussing more than chapter one in class. And so, you know, we have a whole other next level of assignment. So that's been really good. And, you know, it gets me to find other ways to share that I do this expansion mentoring, which, um, I invite you to look at my Instagram and check out more about expansion mentoring. And expansion mentoring can be three months, six months, or 12 months if you work with me on a regular basis. And we can work through all of the things that are obstacles to you up-leveling your life. And I have lots of tools from my quantum integration coaching certification. And I am offering expansion mentoring available now so if you want to talk to me about it you can write to me info at the golden astrologer.com or dm me on instagram or write to me at deb at debmcbride.com all with the intention to help you up level your life get yourself to the next place you want to be in more opportunities infinite possibilities all that good stuff and we are in a new week, and there is one thing happening this week. Now, there's other things happening, obviously, but the main and most important thing that is going to happen between today's podcast and next week's podcast is that Pluto is entering Aquarius. And simultaneously, while Capricorn season is ending, and the sun is going into Aquarius the same day. So let's talk about this, because it's really important, and it's really intense and it's really the thing of the week now this has happened once before and it happened last year i think it was about march 23rd of 2023 where pluto entered aquarius for the first time and there was all sorts of energy flying around chaotically 
as Pluto was leaving Capricorn and going into Aquarius, and that experience was not um, comfortable, and neither is this one. So at that point, we didn't know what to expect. We didn't know how it was going to feel. We didn't know what it was. And if you'll recall, and maybe you won't, <laughs> because it was almost a year ago, it was about 10 months ago, um, I was talking about you know, sleep issues and there was a lot of energy flying around and people coming to me and telling me about their nightmares and, and stuff like that. And this year is no exception because in these last days I've had conversations, my Capricorn neighbor who's here and he's, you know, a double Capricorn with lots of things in Capricorn from that time and, and place when, um, there was a lot of Capricorn in the sky when it was Uranus and Saturn and, and Neptune and all during, during the 80s, late 80s, early 90s when Capricorn was in the sky a lot. So he's very Capricornian and he's going to feel Pluto leaving Capricorn. And he's like, I've been, I've been sleeping the last couple of nights. I keep waking up. I said, ah, do you remember last year? He's like, yeah. And I said, well, this is something that we need to address again. <laughs> and it's becoming, um, something that all of us have to, he says, oh, that's for all of us. I said, yes, this is for all of us. This is Pluto going into Aquarius. Now I'm an Aquarius. I'm not a Capricorn. And I've been waking up the last couple of nights as well. So this is something where our unconscious, and I told him and his friend today all about this, like how our unconscious is getting stirred up by things shifting that are major shifts in our culture and in our society and in our collective unconscious. So we're, we're up and ready now for this big shift forward into Aquarius, but that doesn't mean, or like, you know, tooting the horns and going, yeah, hey, it's, it's a new day. Yes. But the process to get there is uncomfortable, yet again. And so the thing that's interesting I'm finding between last year and this year, the difference is last year it went on much longer. I think it was weeks, weeks of this, oh my God, we're about to shift into this new paradigm, where this time it's only a week before that I'm noticing the sleep issues. So I think it was like an entire month that I had, I was waking up and I, I know I talked about it here a number of times where like it was dawn and the birds are chirping and it's like the same thing every night. It was like Groundhog Day. Every night I was waking up the same thing. I'm like, not this again. Oh God, not this again. So it's been a little uncomfortable. And my cat, my cat was very active last night. She's the, she's what woke me up. She was laying on my chest, purring in my face like she does usually before we go to sleep at night. But somehow at 4.30 in the morning, she was doing this again. And she's like, you know, this wakes you up when a little, a little cutie pie is purring in your face. And, um, and I love when she does that except at 4.30 in the morning because it inevitably wakes me up because all of a sudden now I have this weight on my chest and I'm laying in bed and I'm like, oh. Okay, baby. Oh, pretty girl. Yes. And I had to calm her down because she was up on my bed, off my bed, would jump up on the bed, jump off the bed. And this was going on for a while until I let her go outside, which I swore I wouldn't. And, um, and then I was awake. Then I was awake at 4.30, 5 o'clock this morning. And then she came in and then it was all good. And we went back to sleep for a long, long time. But that is, she's agitated. I'm agitated. We're waking up. There's not this experience of agitated energy normally, but because we have Pluto changing signs for the first time and really starting to change signs now after 15 years of Pluto and Capricorn, yes, this is, this is uncomfortable. And we are going to have these moments of 
you know, like I said, the finish line last week, the last mile of the marathon, the last moments, and can I get to that finish line? That's part of it. And then the discomfort that happens if you're running a marathon and you're in that last stretch of the marathon, maybe your legs are hurting, maybe you're out of breath, maybe you're sweating, maybe you're dehydrated, maybe you feel like you just want to collapse, maybe you want to walk to the finish line. But it's, it's that... Uh, maybe you want to crawl to the finish line is really what it is. It's that feeling of I've had it, I'm exhausted. I think, though, that since this is now the second time Pluto is going into Capricorn, it is not the severity that it was last March, February and March. So when I say last year, it was like a month of my waking up, and now it's only been a couple of days, and we'll see what happens this week, then I have to believe that we've, we've already tasted this flavor last year for two and a half months, which wasn't quite long enough, but it got us, you know, gradually into the process. And this, we're already used to it, so we're not so frightened of it. Now, you're saying, hey, what would I be frightened of? Well, it's a big, unconscious, collective change. And it may not particularly be all your fright, but we are all collected in the collected unconscious. We're all connected, and we all need to recognize that it might not just be your energy, but it is the energy of the collective weighing down on us that is giving us this pressure and this sense of, oh, oh my goodness, there's this big change coming. And, you know, I'm noticing myself saying things like, oh, oh that's going to end or this is going to end or what's going to happen with that? Are we ending something or are we shifting gears here? Or what, what, you know, so there's things moving and changing in my life that I'm curious about that are, are they going to change or get bigger or get smaller or whatever? And so that is part of it. Anything that feels like it's a big shift in a different direction is part of this. And you may say, well, that's just, you know, the nature of my job. And my job does this every now and again. And yes, I have to expect that they're, you know, doing whatever at my job. And yeah, sure. But it's got to do with Pluto and Aquarius. <laughs> it's got to do on an unconscious level with Pluto and Aquarius. And so this is what's going to happen. Um, and this is very important. And I think it's profound the way it's happening this year, okay? So that's next Saturday. Normally, on January 20th or so, the sun finishes its tour of duty for the year in Capricorn after being there for 30 days, and then it goes into Aquarius. And it spends a month in Aquarius, and then it goes into Pisces. This is what we go through every year. And on Saturday the 20th, as usual, the sun will enter Aquarius at 9.07 a.m. Eastern Time, right? So 9.07 Eastern Time means that we're going to have most of next Saturday as an Aquarius day. That's it. That's the first full day of Aquarius. Nine hours, or for me, 8.07 a.m. that will be it, you know, that many hours left to Capricorn and then the rest of the day to Aquarius. So that's our first day of Aquarius. But at 7.50 p.m. or 6.50 p.m. for me, because 7.50 is Eastern time, Pluto enters Aquarius. So it's, you know, 10 hours later or so, 11 hours later. And this is when it gets incredible because what's going to happen earlier that day, and this is very interesting, at 8.46 a.m., the sun and Pluto will conjunct in Capricorn. And, you know, 20 minutes later... 20 minutes later, the sun will enter Aquarius. So this is at the tippy-tippy end of Capricorn, where the sun and Pluto meet. This is the last time, folks, the last time 
the last time in our lifetime, because we're not going to live another 250 years, and if we do, well, heck, there's going to be some serious technology advancements going to happen in, in these next years. Um, <laughs> in the next week, this will be the last time in our lifetime that the Sun and Pluto will conjunct in Capricorn. And when I was looking at this from last year when I was paying attention, I thought, oh, the Sun and Pluto are going to conjunct in Aquarius for the first time, and that's actually not the case. Now, yes and no, the exactitude of the conjunction is in Capricorn, but it is at the last degree of Capricorn, okay? So this is the finality. This is the end of the Sun, the life force, the vitality of our lives, conjuncting the planet of transformation in this sign. It could possibly be that some very big events happen under these circumstances. It could very well be. This could happen. And not only that, but, you know, they are going to both move into Aquarius within hours of each other. So technically, they're staying neck and neck and staying in this conjunction and moving into Aquarius together. But the exactitude of the conjunction is not in Aquarius. It's in Capricorn. So... It's fascinating because we're getting this movement, this shift from one sign to the other, as the sun does every year, but Pluto does once every 250 years, and the sun and Pluto together are very powerful. This is a very powerful transformation of the light and the life force and the energy that sustains us. Okay, so wow, this is big. Now, You'll remember that on Thursday, this past week, the 11th, we had a new moon, and that was in Capricorn. And so the sun and the moon united in Capricorn. But later that day, the moon, a few hours later, the moon met with Pluto on its way, finishing Capricorn, going into Aquarius, which is what the sun is doing on Saturday. This is sort of the last, you know, hurrah for the sun, because the sun is met up with the moon. They were close to Pluto, and I thought that was a very chaotic, at least it was for me, chaotic new moon. I had I had a lot of things. I mentioned it on Instagram. I was running around, and everything I was trying to do, there was, it was like a Mercury retrograde or something, but it was complicated. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> so it was chaotic. There was a lot of frenetic energy, and so the sun is now going to meet with Pluto, and it's a possibility. This This is going to be a little bit frenetic as well because the sun is now doing the it's closing the door it's doing what the moon did move over pluto because they were so close and even though it's going to be like you know a week and a half later this sun pluto is really a very profound finale so this is it's not just the sun leaving capricorn for the season it's the sun in pluto it's not just pluto leaving capricorn going to step back in later uh later this year but it's leaving capricorn conjuncting the sun at the same time the sun is leaving capricorn okay so you're saying deb yeah it means that there's an ending a double ending it isn't just that pluto is changing signs and you know we know there's going to be one more shift later this year as i've mentioned but the sun and pluto together are changing signs and so I expect that there's going to be some wild energy flying and take your favorite sleep 
tea <laughs> before you go to bed that night, drink your chamomile or whatever it is that you like to get you to sleep that night because it may be a lot of rock and roll the night before. It may be a lot of chaos in those days. So I would say take care, take care of yourself and, you know, mind your energy, watch your energy, watch how it flows that day. And so when we're stepping into this new paradigm, this is going to go from Saturday, the 20th, to around the beginning of September, early September, first few days, and then stay, Pluto will go back into Capricorn, stay in Capricorn until a few days before, around mid-November, around mid-November. I was going to say a few days before Thanksgiving, but not everybody celebrates Thanksgiving and they don't do it where I live. But um, So it'll be in, in Capricorn and that's it, done. The last days, the last days of Pluto and Capricorn. But this is the last time that the Sun and Pluto meet in Capricorn and therefore they are changing signs together on Saturday. Very powerful. Okay, what do we do with this energy? Well, we first of all, we stay aware of it. Like I said, Take care of yourself. Take care of your health. Take care of your um, energy level. You know, don't push yourself. If you feel like your sleep is disrupted like my neighbor, like myself, then you want to be aware of how you are using your energy and that you maybe need to take a step back and like go to bed a little earlier or something. Do, do the things that mean something Uh, comfortable for you during this week of discomfort as I said before and I'll say again it's a week of discomfort and as we make this change together collectively remember we're all in this together we're all in this together so what are the signs of Pluto changing signs one people are saying there's going to be endings there may be endings where you think that there are endings or not endings at all where you think that there are endings there are fear of endings oh my god is he going to break up with me Okay, no, not necessarily. But if you get crazy during Pluto changing signs, he might. (laughs) But anything feeling like an ending right now, and maybe your dreams are really intense and you're dreaming of endings. um, This is what's this is what we're sifting through in our unconscious. So pay attention. If you know, my coach is saying, this is going to be the last program I do for a while as part of my school. But if it's like, if you're in the school, then what else is she doing? She's got to do something else, right? Well, what is that? That is this ending? Is she really ending this? Maybe she's having an ending thing too, because we all are. So there are endings we're not comfortable with. Whatever that means, whether it's a class you're in, whether it's an association you have, maybe one of your friends is moving away, something. There may feel like there's some sort of ending whether you realize it or not. So there's something shifting, ending, changing. And it may be good for you. Ultimately, it's going to be good because if it's meant to end, it'll end. And when Sun and Pluto, Sun is going to highlight Pluto. Sun always brings light. Sun always brings light to the situation. And Pluto can, uh, Pluto rules the darkness. So when, and again, remember that, metaphor I always use with the flashlight going on in the closet. This is a deep flashlight in the closet moment, okay? And a big spotlight in the closet, okay? So this is not something that is necessarily, um, it's not like Jupiter, 
Okay, Jupiter stays with Pluto a long time, and it is like a big flashlight in the closet. But this is more. This is a, this is a, a only a day, but it's an intense day. Sun and Pluto, whenever they get together, wherever they are in the zodiac, when they get together, it's an intense day. So. I expect, and the sun just having done that whole new moon thing, and this will close the door on the new moon. And so there may be some chaos in the day. So if you don't have to run errands next Saturday and you can take a walk in the park, I recommend that instead. You know, if you can get your errands done earlier in the week, if you can postpone them, if you, whatever. Have Uber do your errands for you, <laughs> wherever you are. Um, this is something where you can um, expect there's some profound shifts and changes, okay? And so do, you know, do be at peace with yourself as you move through this. Find some peace in your day. Now, the other interesting thing is that the moon is in Taurus that day. And the moon is in Taurus and making a lovely aspect to both the sun and Pluto. Moon is in Taurus, an earth sign. Sun and Pluto are in Capricorn for part of the day in the morning. So there's a lot of activity in the morning. So there's that Sun-Pluto conjunction, 8.46 a.m. Then there's the Moon trine Pluto at 8.56, 10 minutes later a.m. This is all Eastern time. Then the Moon trines the Sun at 8.57 a.m. Now remember, again, the Moon conjunct the Sun, and now the Moon is trining the Sun. So the Moon is moving through the week having done the end of the zodiac, coming back around and going to the beginning of the zodiac in the second sign of the zodiac, Taurus. And that's another earth sign. And so this could be very earthbound and practical. But then we start to feel the sun and Pluto together in Aquarius. And that happens later in the day. And the moon enters Gemini. And what's interesting about this is the moon is really still trining them because that's an air sign. So the sun and the sun and Pluto are moving from an earth sign to an air sign and the moon also is moving from an earth sign to an air sign. So this is a big energetic shift on Saturday and this is the big day of the week, okay? So yes, other things are going to be happening this week, which I'll get to in a moment, but this is really the time. And this is, this is the beginning of the new paradigm. So this is going to be a good seven, eight months or so of Pluto and Aquarius. And we're going to get the feeling of this whole new life. I personally have been saying that I think this is a good shift and it feels good. This is personally, okay? I don't know what it's going to do to whatever is going on in the world that is very difficult right now. But I can say personally for people, this is going to be a good thing. And we can see and get more of a flavor of this as we get into Saturday and into next week. And by the time I see you again, or you hear me again on next week's podcast, we'll be in a different paradigm. The sun will be in Aquarius. Pluto will be in Aquarius. Okay, so here we are. Now, last year, this did not happen. The, you know, the sun made its transit, Capricorn Aquarius, and then by the time it was going into Aries, that's when Pluto went into Aquarius. So I think this is a moment, guys. I think that this is a profound moment because it, it, it this is significant. This is not just one doing it one time and another planet doing it the other time. They're doing it together. So there may be a very bright spot 
in this transit next Saturday. Look for the bright spot. Look for the rainbow. Look for the bright spot. My instinct and my gut are saying there's a bright spot. But in the meantime, take care of yourself because it is uncomfortable for us to embrace changes. Where you see yourself resisting changes this week, know that it's this transit. Know that this is happening. Wherever they're making the difference, whether it's, you know, your neighborhood, they're putting a traffic light where, or they're taking down a traffic light where there should have been one or whatever, whether it's at your job, whether it's in your family, whatever the changes are, if you feel yourself resisting change, this is Pluto and Capricorn leaving, going to Aquarius. Okay. That's it. That's what it is. Okay. Meantime, the day before, we're going to have a very nice trine of Mercury in Capricorn going to Jupiter, trining Jupiter in Taurus. And that's very pleasant. And that was part of the original transits when Mercury was going retrograde. It was connecting with Jupiter in this nice trine. And Mercury will get out of its shadow on the 20th. So this is another thing that's happening. It doesn't say that in my book, but I know it from astrology, obviously. Mercury's getting out of its shadow on the 20th. So I expect some shifts and big things on the 20th, okay? And so this is something something a little dramatic. Now, Mercury and Jupiter are very pleasant together. They're both in Earth signs. They have some practical thoughts and ideas. They want to move forward on some really good things. They have big ideas. They have big stretches of um, plans, and Mercury and Jupiter are always good together. Anything trining Jupiter is going to give us some good energy. So I think that this is good. This is a very positive experience. Mercury will still be trining Jupiter on Saturday, the 20th. So this is a really good movement forward and out of the shadow. Venus is going to be squaring Neptune, which is a little bit uncomfortable because it's a square. But Venus and Neptune work well together. Just be, you know, be cautious in your dealings with your money. Don't let it slide out of your hands unknowingly. Don't make sure you don't get robbed. Keep your purse close to you, your wallets close to you, your, your everything close to you, you know, um, and keep your eyes open for things in relationships with people. And that doesn't mean necessarily a personal intimate relationship. Could be colleagues, could be family, anything, your kids, where things are a little foggy, fuzzy, unclear, uh, slightly diluted. <laughs> Mercury, Mercury and Jupiter should keep that clear because they're nicely in Earth signs and they're keeping the doors open to communication. But if necessary, communicate clearly. You know, if Venus and Neptune are confusing you because they can, because they're a square. So I think that Neptune is always going to be a little confusing, but you know, with Venus, it's, it's technically around relationships and money. And so you want to keep things flowing and moving this week with people and communicate when you can communicate clearly. You've got Mercury and Jupiter together. It's going to help clear communications. So I think that's, that's really good. And, um, the sun and Neptune are going to make a nice relationship tomorrow, the 15th. Sun, Neptune, sextile. That's a smooth aspect. It's half a trine. And it's very smooth and lovely. So, you know, intuition is high. Um, clarity is good. You know, 
the sun is in Capricorn. Capricorn loves clarity, focus, commitment. So it's easy to stay focused and in flow tomorrow. So that's that's good. And then Mercury on Thursday the 18th is going to be it, uh, still in Capricorn and making a nice sextile to Saturn. So I think the communication is actually very good this week, you know, between Mercury talking nicely to Saturn, talking nicely to Jupiter the next day. And so I think keep communications open and clear and understanding open and clear. If you think something is an ending and it's not, ask questions. It's a good week to ask questions. Be clear on what, you know, what you're signing, what you're getting into, etc. And as we wind down this week, if you have stories of Pluto going into Aquarius and Sun Pluto going into Aquarius and you want to share them, certainly drop me a line, connect with me on Instagram, The Golden Astrologer, connect with me, deb at debmcbride.com, info at thegoldenastrologer.com, certainly connect with me, sharing stories of Pluto going into Aquarius if you feel that shift. I do think it's going to be an interesting dynamic to go so strongly from the earth sign to the air sign next week. I really feel like we're going to to experience that dynamic. So, and it's two planets at the same time. So I think <laughs> it's two big planets. It's not like the sun and Mercury are doing this, guys. <laughs> this is sun and Pluto. This is like historical, you know. And And of course, now I have... Plenty of information for you about Pluto and Aquarius. You can get my masterclass from last year called Pluto and Aquarius, Saturn and Pisces. And that's available through my website, thegoldenastrologer.com. You can go to book online and you will find where that is, among other things that I have available as offers. There's also my masterclass from December, Vision of the Future 2024. And we talk about Pluto and Aquarius there too because it was happening. So the Saturn and Pisces, Pluto and Aquarius one from last year was when Saturn was going into Pisces. It was about February I did this, so nearly a year ago. So there's two masterclasses available to you to learn more about Pluto and Aquarius in depth, where I talk about revolution and where it was last time it was in Aquarius and how that happened and when and what happened back then. So I advise you to come to my website, thegoldenastrologer.com, go to book online, and you can find both of those masterclasses available to purchase. And if you're interested and you're a little confused about where to find them, you can always drop me a line. And that is also where you book a session with me for astrology, for lovely fifth dimension Reiki, uh, to learn Reiki, or to come into my expansion mentoring. Thank you so much for listening. This is the last week of Capricorn, guys. This is the last week of Pluto and Capricorn for a little while. Very powerful. Please take care of yourselves. Thank you so much for listening. Gratitude to each and every one of you. Thank you, thank you. And I will see you on the other side of Pluto going into Aquarius next Sunday, the 21st. Thank you for listening. Beautiful week to everyone. Happy transit. <laughs>